Welcome to Louisville Vintage Motorworks Podcast. Taken in front of no one, one location from somewhere. And now, here's Sugar Puss and people. Check, 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 one, two, one, two, check, one, two, we're back once again on location, Uh, this is Peepaw and Sugar Puss, and uh, we're here with uh, a couple of guys that just did the, uh, just did the, uh, what was the Red River Gorge Scramble? Red River Scramble, Um, yeah, so the Red River Scramble is at the Gorge, let's talk, how did it start? First, let's get introduction. Yeah, introduce yourself. Ben Ogden. Zach Fry. Mr. Zach Fry. Um, yeah, let's talk about, like, how did it get started, but, like, just kind of go through the, the, I guess, the orientation of it, and, like, and there, there's there's so many routes, there's so many people, and, and it's a total, like, enduro, or... You want to start with that? Uh, from my understanding, I, I don't know that I can give it a, a historical timeline, but yeah. as I understand it, uh, Drew Faulkner just... Uh, he, Gentleman from Ohio started coming to the gorge several years ago. I think he's got some grandparents. Or yes, road to meet his family down here. And yeah. he's he got a river started racking up some serious thousands of th- miles. Thousands of miles. I mean, as I understand, I think he put over a hundred thousand miles on his scramble. And he wow, pretty close. Uh, pretty yeah. close. Started at a different campground that wasn't very well equipped in the area about six or seven years ago. Then moved it to Lago Linda, which is phenomenal. Actually, last year was my first year in attendance. Just finding Lago Linda was was amazing. Uh, if you all haven't been, it's the it got no, from primitive camping sites to cabins, uh, cabins, yeah. seven acre lake. Yes, it, you, you can ride right out of there without hitting, right. uh, without hitting any pavement. We call it the Gorge. It's Red River Gorge. For those that don't know, it's Red River Gorge. It's in Kentucky, uh, right off the Slate exit, off the Mountain Parkway. And where is this located? Kind of in comparison to the Mountain Parkway, because so twenty-five been this. minutes from Slade off, okay. off the Slade closest, exit, closest to mm-hmm. Beattyville. Okay, yes. gotcha, gotcha, Beatty. gotcha. Yep, Drew and I were were joking around the campfire. It took a man from Ohio to come to Kentucky <laughs> to remind us of the beauty in our own state and to get down yeah. here once a year and ride. Yeah, right. and so all the miles that he logged down here, he started saving in his GPS and started finding some of these really nice windy roads, gravel roads, dirt roads, uh, part of the Kentucky Adventure Trails, you know, crossing the county uh, on back roads. It, so is there a, does this go into the Daniel Boone Backcountry Byway Absolutely. also? Absolutely. Okay, good, good, good. Basically a beginner, a, a intermediate, and an advanced for several different types of routes. Right, right. And so he gave options for every skill level of rider. Every every flavor of the rainbow, whether you want to just hit tarmac the whole time, uh-huh. or you want to bring your, your wound out two-stroke trail bike. Right, uh, right. You can do, or mix it up, really just about any variation in between. Drew calls it a meetup because some of these dual sport events are structured, but the two things that he brings to the table is he brings everybody together to ride with right. one love, one passion, and two wheels. And the other is he brings the routes. And because right. of that, routing for us, it's as easy as putting your phone on your bars, picking your GPS ride, and taking off. Right. And my okay. wife and I did a 140-mile adventure ride that was all gravel roads. And these were up and over the mountains of eastern Kentucky. The the ridge back sight lines were for miles. Wow. It looked like mini Colorado. I mean, and like I said, oh, yeah. it just reminds you of the beauty of your own state. Right, right. And I couldn't agree more. I want to tack one. I mean, I've been on some of these routes where I'm like, man, if you were to kidnap me, I'd, I'd tell me I was in Oregon, I'd believe you. Right. You know, I, I, I'd be right here in Kentucky and kind of the silver lining of the crazy times that we're in now with this pandemic is I used to always think oh you know you got to go to Colorado for adventure or you know Wyoming or Montana or uh, Vermont even I love going to the east coast because I don't get uh, have to deal with the altitude but we just you can have just gobs of adventure right here in Kentucky yeah now, you were saying earlier Ben that he, he separates the skill set so you're kind of there's there's color coding for the routes and and yes he's real good at, at separating different riders skill sets and different riders experiences so you're not all kind of lumped together in this like bottleneck so everybody can kind of spread out and, absolutely and how many would, people went this year I, just just for comparison i would just guesstimate maybe 200 250 riders at minimum 
And okay. so it's it's a lot of people in one place. But like I said, without structuring it so solidly, it, it's a little more free. And so basically just has a meetup at the campground. You put a right. sticker on of a certain color from advanced to novice, and you can look around the rest of the campground and, 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 and see. And, and uh, pavement or dirt. Exactly. Right. So, so it makes six classifications. Wow. So basically when you're looking around the campground, you can see what the other guys are into that you want to ride, and it mm -hmm. makes it a little easier to group up. Oh, that's up, a great idea. New people. That's a so really great idea. Along. And you, put a, you put a tag on your on your uh, jersey and then and one on your bike he's got one one for your bike too so somebody's like yeah. oh here we see in some you know mid-weight adventure bikes or some lightweight right. strokes right uh, mm -hmm. maybe you know so without specifically grouping people it gives everybody a way to kind of see what each person's looking for out of their adventure and give right. them their adventure so it's very kind of a, a very de facto hands-off laissez-faire you kind of pick your own adventure it's not a a, a thing where it's a race this is uh, Not, this is unless that's what you want. Unless out of that's it. what you want out of it. There's some advanced yeah. guys there that can go straight to dirt. Yeah, you know, I got some racer buddies, Jesse Charlotte, Phil right. Smith. These fast guys want to go to the dirt. He gave us this year. He he worked with the guy that runs the KXCR Race League in Kentucky, and that guy opened up the practice facility, a six mile race course of nothing but dirt to us. Wow. So wow. the guys that wanted to go down there that didn't have plated dirt bikes, they could mm -hmm. do dual sports, could go hit the woods, have right. their fun. This year he found he mapped even better out of the campsite. Right out of the campsite you can jump right into the dirt trails and go for miles. Wow. And for the dual sport guys he really set it up well where you just basically cross the pavement or catch a gas station in between yeah. trails. You know, wow. so like I said it's it's straight adventure in our backyard. That's wow. And he's and been that, doing this for a while, though. Drew's been doing this for so long that he's got so many routes and so many... He's got, what did you say, like... Probably 30, 40 routes easy. Right. It takes some of the guesswork out of it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure you all will agree you've been to these big, massive OHV parks or just uh, land trust where you go. You can, you can kind of go into overwhelm. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, am I... What... Where's the good stuff? How do I separate the wheat from the chaff? Right. Ooh, Where right. am I for starters? Like, as right. As, it's like I'm yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, so he gives real good explanations of the routes, kind of what to expect, so you can really find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Right. And uh, that just kind of uh, demystifies the process and makes it a little less. Do you think 35 routes? Well, hell, you can't hit 35 routes in the. In the no, not in a weekend. Days. Yeah. Right. So, you know, uh, but Drew still likes to. He's like, I, I don't want to just get gummed up running this event I want to he's there to ride right so right right enjoy that it. whole oh, yeah. that whole kind of hands you know bit of the hands off and kind of laissez-faire attitude does permeate the culture of the events so it's uh it's, it's, his it's, his passion is infectious right yeah. he is so passionate about motorcycles he makes it easy to find him he does nice. you know, he posts up front and center and if they get any questions and clarifications he's Easy to find I think right. one of my favorite things about the whole ride, you know, we all love the ride. We're all moto bros. Yeah. Right. Know? But there's there's a little deeper connection than just the two wheels. You know, there's the camaraderie around motorcycles. And he puts so many people together, man, that we meet so many good friends every year. We've taken away so many friendships from this meetup of guys that we've ridden with since then would ride with again in a heartbeat. Right. You know, that's a great great people we got a little club in new albany my my peeps the dual sport mafia we take them down there and right. they're a whole different level of skills oh another and hoosier so, here we got your hoosier yeah, too absolutely. i'm in new albany too absolutely. so all right i went to high school yeah oh you did oh, oh, I was a oh my god oh so my how god. long so how water <laughs> has it been going on how long is this crowd i believe six or seven years we've only missed about three of them Okay. Zach jumped on. Yeah, I just jumped um, on last year. Last this is one year. of my second, second event this year. Right, and now he's got a fully functional, like he's on Facebook. It's the Red River Scramble if you're looking for it. Absolutely. Um, but, but like, some of the photos I've seen, like, it's it's no there's like streams and rocks are gorgeous. Looks like we got the and same uh, battle wound right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some battle scars. One of my we got our right forearms. Drew right. is full of of sayings, man. But one of my yeah. favorite sayings that he says is, is you know let's go to battle. We just went to war, and right. a lot of times it's that's the camaraderie part of it. After you spend eight hours in the woods with ten guys, you don't have to know them at all. Yeah. But you pick a guy up out of the mud when he's exhausted. 
by the back of his jersey and dust him <laughs> off and tell him it's going to be all right. By the end of the day, you guys are homies. Oh, you right. Know what yeah, I mean? for like, sure, for sure. So we go through the mud and the blood together to get through some of these trails. It's a battle. It's, it's like a little war, mini right? It's like a little it's going to war. boot camp because you can get yourself in a couple situations. You got to scratch your head and go. All right, how the hell am I going to get out of here? Yeah, I mean, right, you battle, right, right, right. You battle not only physicality, but you battle mentality through the day. You, yeah. You're mentally taxed and strained and drained and, and physically drained. And like I said, you feed off your buddies. You feed off your riding partners. You fall down, they pick you up. You're going to tip over. Half the time we've been there to stop them from tipping on, <laughs> on far falls, you know. Right, right. And like I said, that, that makes it really close. By the end of the day, you've met some guys yeah, you, pretty intimately, man. You right. high-side <laughs> the wrong spot, you're, you're, you're going to get hurt. We're bad. all long ways from civilization when we do this stuff you know right and, and right. just like war we've got a, a every man comes back together no man left behind so right. like i said you know that's part of the day is getting the bikes back in one piece doing any maintenance we got to do together pitching in right. changing tires on the trail you know getting everybody back together in one piece and getting the bikes back together in one piece is a a big part of the day right and like right. i said that just builds just the most amazing friendships right 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 yeah it's always, it always does who is it yeah if you can if you can meet the halfway point between maybe like boot camp and summer camp right you know, <laughs> you know you sneak off from summer camp and right. have little adventures with you guys but this is you know uh drew loves to push you out your comfort zone now, right, Drew, right. Drew, he, he's not gonna lie about it. Now, he wants to see you push yourself a little bit. He doesn't want to see anybody get hurt. Right, but, right. But Drew wants to see you push yourself a little bit and and experience something. Right, because you know? you're gonna learn something. You, you push yourself out of your comfort zone, and you're gonna pick something up. You're gonna learn something, so that next time you come out, you're that's you're, it. And that you're, level you're of intensity not only attracts a high level of riders and a, and a broad diversity of riders, but right. also get, going through those tri- tribulations with each other does form friendships you know and uh, uh it, it seems new at first but before you know it you, know, you start feeling uh you know real welcome and, and uh familiar right, right. that, that leads he's got a great point so he he it's lays out you know he lays out all the gps coordinates and gives you you guys all that stuff now you guys had there was there sponsors does he bring like there was some swag i see throwing around and like Absolutely. some sponsors and he's not messing around man he's a vlogger he mm-hmm. loves to ride motorcycles he's been been vlogging on the bike during rides. I mean, the guy is ate up with two wheels, and, and I love it. Like I said, it's infectious when you get around and you can't help but see the love of motorcycles right out. Right. I think River was actually the, the title sponsor. You're right. They sure were. Uh, last year, I won, uh, did so many off-road miles, I won a one-year Rever membership, and this year, and in the door prize, I won the one-year Rever membership. So. <laughs> right. And like I said, I did 140 miles on on their app with my wife on the back whose precious cargo to me man. oh for sure and so he took us through some really treacherous technical uphills none of the gravel roads were flat they were all up and over the mountain right right 90 degrees at the bottom of them you know what I mean? right so, right but creek crossings and beauty that she she leaned over to me at one point and said you know this is like a roller coaster we've been on for 30 minutes straight <laughs> right. i was like isn't that the greatest thing about it like a roller coaster you wait in line for 30 minutes and it's over in two and right we got on right. those roads and for 30 minutes straight it was just back and forth knee to knee to knee just benders and sweepers wow and beauty as far as you could see, man. Yeah, some wow. of the creeks, you know, you can you can just stand up and bomb through, but some of you think, say, uh, hey, get off this thing and grab a stick and test <laughs> how deep it is. Right, right, right. You can drown a bike out Yeah, there. you're going swimming. Yeah. I think, uh, basically, it's it's for anybody. That's what I would put out there. It's for anybody that wants to, to go try this out because 100%. he really could cater it to the, the most beginner rider as right. well as the most advanced rider. There's something for everybody down there. And, you know, I would tell anybody who was asking, you know, is this for me? We'll go try it out, man. Because yeah. I, would, I, would, I would agree with those sentiments. You'll see people there for anything from, you know, Honda uh, Trail 90s, you know. Oh, wow. Uh, really? Lightweight off-road So my scooters. T-Dub will do it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> any of your listeners who listen to this and think, oh, that sounds the like. There's four or yeah. five, I think, we, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And then think, oh, yeah nobody's listening. Right. <laughs> that sounds intimidating. I'd say don't listen to that. There, there yeah. is something, even if you're just uh, a, a very novice rider, uh, you, you don't have to be an advanced rider there to have fun. And, I mean, let's call a spade a spade here. I mean, they're making this technology they're making like bikes there like the fountains of youth right 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 just uh they have so much power suspension a lot of it's 
you know, mental and throttle control. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but, you, so you guys camped or cabined or what? How does your gear come in? Like, I know you just travel with your gear. And then you gear set as far up as riding gear. Or yeah, no, I mean gear. as far as like camping gear. Like if you have to have camping gear or whatever, so Every you're carrying on the rainbow. That's it. I mean, you can moto camp out of a van. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you, you can, can tent, tent camp. camp. Actually, I got an Airbnb and uh, cabin in Beattyville, it's just four and a half miles down the road. Right. So that wasn't bad. Uh, last year, I was at a toy hauler on site. I think you all have had the same cabin for a couple, two or three years now. We have, we have. But you have a base of operations where you don't have to carry everything with you all the time. Yeah, you you kind of get, get going. Absolutely. And then you're, yeah, there's a and it's HQ kind of set up. Around, right. like, I just started walking around the campsite. And, you know, if you saw somebody had an interesting bike, oh, what the heck's that? You know, they just kind of open mm-hmm. conversation. People are, you know, eager to uh, engage. It's not... Uh, yeah, that's exactly how it works. Everyone's mm-hmm. open for the experience. Nice. So you go down there, and everybody's friendly as can be. You know, it, a lot like of people cook more food than they can eat. Uh, oh, hey, yeah, come yeah. over here and grab a burger. That's a right. super community feeling to it. Brings nice. all us Moto Bros in one spot. And like I said, I'd come here tonight just to tell anybody that listened that that heard about it and thought, could I do this? Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do this. There's, See, I've I've seen it on for Facebook everybody. for the last couple of years, and I think Scott has tried to get me to go out to it and I was like man you know my KDX is a little bit more sketchy than I want it to be as far as the shifting goes but it would do it but there's some it's roads like a lot of down it, a there a lot of it's just modeling yeah. too when you see mm-hmm. somebody do it in front of you and, right. then, and, and you also have four people in front of you and four people behind you you think oh if I case this I'm going to have some support right, right. right. I'm, out there, I'm not out there by myself 100 miles from you camp know, right, you right. Think, oh god I'm going to go take my dirt bike down to the gorge and and, 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 and know try to figure it out yeah you know it's not the case you can go hey i don't even know anybody who rides i live in x little small town i don't know let's see some, a lot of people on facebook marketplace sell their bikes because they're like i can't find anybody to ride with right so you can show it seems up to me this, like you're just not looking hard enough i mean because they're right out there. people you can show up to this event not know a damn soul and find people to ride with and have some have some support uh, if, 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 if you were to have a mishap and um, you know get a little confidence as far as line selection goes, and just people the hot build you up, right? Right. Nice. Oh, Joe Stop in Clay City. So we got Will snuck in on us. Will snuck in on the podcast. You want to pull up and talk? Were you at the scrap? Yep. See you later. Will's another member of our race team. Yeah, Will's another uh, move-in <laughs> guy who's he's like, uh, no, I'm out of here. Yeah, I'm out. What's he doing? Speedster. He's doing is it IXCR? I think he NKXCR. does. NKXCR. Yeah. NKXCR. Yeah, he's yeah. been down to the the practice facility we went to this weekend. Right. And so, you know, uh, yeah, we got a little rain this weekend too. Yeah. Oh yeah, you guys got wet. Not bad, just a little bit through. I mean, the, you know, there's such a canopy in the gorge. Right. And there's see that grows up over the trees for like just right. like. Makes the tree canopies just pool all down over top the rows, and, and yeah. it's like a, it almost sometimes like a tropical rainforest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it definitely uh, can be humidity. Uh, did, did y'all go through Hollerwood at all? I did do a little Hollerwood as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I went into Hollerwood oh, with my big bike, and yeah. there's some technical stuff. In uh, yeah, I, I, I swore off Hollerwood. <laughs> yeah, there's some technical. I did some stuff. damage to my FJ. With I don't doubt it one bit. Yeah. There's some long, rocky. Yes. Steps and, and routes that will test a dirt bike, especially. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, a Jeep might be able to crawl through a little easier, but we got to keep some momentum up. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, did you all hit Spas Creek also? Spas Creek and, and Pumpkin, Pumpkin, Pumpkin Holler. Pumpkin yeah. Holler. Yeah, Pumpkin yeah. Holler. Those yeah. are yeah. fantastic. Fantastic. I gotta get down to this thing. Man, there's you know, Holiday Hill. Oh, Holiday Hill's fun. That's one of my favorite. That ain't no holiday. I'm I'm about you know, I'm about kind of out of shape right now. You might not be able to tell from over there, but there's like a you know, wearing that black slimming shirt. There's a thing over here that's been following me around since my my point is you know, if if you're a road rider. You can have fun down there. Right. If you're an off-road rider, you can have fun. If you're a dual sporter, you can have fun. If you're right. an adventure biker, you can have fun. Scott brought his adventure bike one year, his dirt bike one year. You know, Scott's had some great rides yep. out by himself. Last year, my wife and I left out by ourselves on a 120-miler. And just like the woods routes, some everybody leaves at a different time. Some packs coming along later on in the day. 
Right, 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 right. Because if you have a breakdown in the morning or something, you know, there's a pack coming through a couple hours. Yeah, you don't go, hey, oh, the ride left at 8 o'clock, so I missed it. Yeah, Yeah. right, right. People people are cutting in and out. We're cutting out, you know, between 8 and 9. And uh, there are people who are still drinking coffee in their shorts. They didn't even start with a beer on you. Right, right. We were still right. drinking beer till three or four. So you know, eight, eight or nine was awful early. So oh, that's yeah. that's the great part about the no structure. You do whatever whenever the you heck roll you out. Want. Yeah. Whenever you roll out, you roll out. And if other people are rolling out when you roll out, they roll out together. Right, know? right. So right. That's, uh, uh, no structure. Also, uh, Lower Double Creek. Oh, that's one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah. Chestnut. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. There's some Widowmaker Hills down there, boys. That's, that's we hit, we hit our biggest hill, but the, the last tail end of the day started raining. And I was like, man, we got to backtrack uh, almost because it was, it was just wet clay. Unfortunately, this route, uh, the side by sides have eaten up. Oh, really, yeah. They really destroy good. it. They really yeah. do. And they uh, really so do. This had a, a couple pitches that weren't really well linked. How somebody would, would run it straight. I just don't know. Drew likes to call that Play City Grease. Yeah, yeah right, right, <laughs> grease right. Grease your axles and Play City Grease. Right, right. I mean, on a bike, it's slicker than ice, but uh, uh, man, you don't get any yeah. traction to dirt. Oh, yeah. Don't to get up that uh, thing, we let some tire, took the tires down to, you know, eight yes. pounds of pressure. So, yeah. Just to spread out, uh, like gatekeeper. Sure, you guys do the same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Especially. Yeah. And I didn't get to do it this year, so I'm. Did I've you hit Stump's Cave? I didn't. Know. Okay. You know, if I went through the other night, that's one of my favorite spots. So many points of interest. There yeah. are. It's yeah. everywhere. See, it I, really need get, I need to get a map. I need to get, like, a like a legit map. That's like it. On my phone, yep. get, a, yep. get a paper map, like, For old sure. school. And, like, and then, All those those files that he put together are GPX files. Right. So you can put that in Gaia. You can put it in Rev. Yeah. Or you can put it in any one of your favorite Apps. Yeah. It just so happened that Rever sponsored it, so obviously I'm stuck with Rever. Craig Kenny is who was doing the primary heavy lifting for the navigating in our little pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had like a Magellan, or, or a, a, I'm sorry, the 701 uh, um, Garmin. 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 Okay, it's gotcha. like a nice big unit. Right. Were you all navigating off your cell phones? I was cell phone navigating. Yes, I have a pre-wired Garmin on my 990. But on my dirt bike, I don't. So I just swap my ram mount from one to the other. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. Uh, you know, we found out though. Uh, Charlo found out real quick that the way he rides it, the, the cell phones will shake the sensor in the camera, and your camera won't work real well if you put it, put it on the bars. So just a little tip to put out there: I wouldn't yeah. use your brand new phone. Don't use your when phone. When you upgrade to your next phone, save your old phone and dedicate it to your bars. Especially yeah. if you go over the bars and tip your bike or anything. Right, 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 right. It's right, right. just a wise thing. But that's what we found to work best is keep an old phone. you got GPS, you got your apps. And like I said, it's it's whatever app you are most familiar with and, and can navigate best with. That's what right. Drew considers to be an advanced rider, someone who can navigate while on technical stuff. Because, you know, we still have to see where we're going. Even right, we're right, 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 right. Routes. And again, Drew's got a website. He lays out his plan for the, the whole weekend, the and, whole weekend. And then tries to help people understand where they fit into it. You know, which right. What's defines, his website? Defines, what's his website for that? Red RedRiverScramble.com. Uh, Red RiverScramble.com. What's really cool is is as you start to go to some of these regional events, you find out about other ones. Right. Right. You know, right. I, I found out oh, now I know about the you know uh, you know Upper Cumberland Trail Riders or LBL 200 or you know, Buffalo 500. Right. It, 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 you kind of get tapped into the, the, the A lot of the guys go to the other ones as well. Yeah. That you yeah. Just right. You keep running into the same people. Like, hey, you're going to the next one. Let's right. Go to the next one. Right. Right. Where right. you, right. Know, right. you know, you're not, you're not lugging redundant gear. Yeah. Okay. This guy's got this piece, this piece, and you're dividing up. You're not, you know, everybody's not carrying a complete toolkit. Right. Right. You're not carrying excess stuff you don't need. Yeah. You can divide it. Right up that load, you know, lots of hands uh, make light work. Yeah, the first year we had, um, I took some, just all of our friends, our little dual sport mafia group, and like I said, it's just such a diverse range of skill levels. Right. That we took a couple of our fast guys to go hit the fast trails, and Zach led my other buddies out. So, you know, our groups mingled once we got there, and like I said, the skills just matched up well for people to group up. 
and go do their thing and get out of the weekend what they wanted to get out. Of. I say get your adventure, get what kind of adventure you wanted because right. you know it's there's so much adventure to be had down there from hiking to biking to climbing oh, yeah. to riding to G. It's a fantastic spot. And I think yeah. spot. The, the culture of the sport too. Um, you know, there are a broad range of skill sets for sure. Mm-hmm. But um, in, in my experience, you know that everybody just real real quick to help out if somebody broke down if somebody's on the trail you know people aren't just zipping by you saying, right how you doing you okay you need something and, and that's reciprocated you know that again comes back to the culture of the event i think that's the culture of that community right is people want to grow the sport they want you to like riding your dirt bike people want, you know, we, want, we want to see more dirt bikes out there we don't want to necessarily want to see more people um Scared off of the sport, you know, right? Yeah, I, people I, I get the impression. Yeah, a, a lot right, of people, right. um, like myself, when I first started riding, you get you get intimidated by this thing. You're like, I really want to do that, but I'm completely intimidated because I don't have that support team, or I don't have people to ride with, or I don't have people with these experiences to share with me to, to let me know, hey, there are people, other people out there just like you, and there are other people yeah. out there that will, you know come around and help you and like build this up and build everybody so up the next level so you get on this little you know you start to find where these events are and then you're starting you're starting to know okay well maybe somebody so and so didn't live in my town but i'm gonna go ride i'm riding i'm riding next month for people who don't even live in kentucky in tennessee right and from alabama and you know carolinas and stuff uh you kind of meet, meet these people then you you meet up you know if you have a uh you know a, a kindred spirit friendship kind of spark you know we're going to start planning other rides elsewhere people have met on this right. and I can't imagine there be any reason for that to stop snowballing right you know right. I, right. I kind of take no, it, it, some it pushes the sport it keeps pushing the sport I rode as a kid then I got back in about uh, eight nine years ago rode for a couple years I had me a DRZ then I bought Matthias Hunselman's uh, KTM then I got another DRZ right. then stop riding because even eight years ago the, the worth of Facebook groups weren't really developed yet. Right. You know, right. Where to ride. It seemed like together. It's yeah. like everybody's place to ride they, they thought they treated it like an ancient Chinese secret. Nobody wanted you to know right. where they rode and right. you, you know you, it just it, 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 I think it's changed tremendously in that amount right. of time. So I just got back in about two and a half years ago and you know it, it can be kind of intimidating you know these bikes will that's what the big knobbies are for. You know, right, I'm right. like, these are why I have fat knobbies with low tire pressure. Right. Sloppy nubs. You got to yeah. have them sloppy yeah. nubs. <laughs> you know, you got to trust the equipment, and it's just time in the saddle. I, I, yeah, I that's real, a fact. I think real quick, you can get, you know, some confidence. Right. Just by just by, just by by getting out there and riding. Absolutely. Just going, okay, right. I'm going to start hucking one-foot drops and two-foot drops. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we talked about the navigation uh, a lot of these AMA-sanctioned dual sport events have gone to roll charts because they're on private property, so they don't allow us to run GPS. Right. So that's another huge benefit to the Red River Scramble is the fact yeah. that we can run GPS right, right, and right. navigate so right off the bars. Because if you've ever tried to do 50 miles an hour off-road down some dirt while you're rolling your roll chart, you find out real <laughs> quick how much you miss your GPS. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. So, yeah. It's like... It's a good event, man. I, oh, yeah, like Renfro Valley, man. I've seen people closing gates, you know, when you're coming through, you know. Yeah. It's, wow. Mm, no. Yeah, I, did, I texted Drew today and thanked him, man. I know he, he put the sponsors together, putting the event together. It's taxing. Right. It's a ton of work. But oh, it, sure, yeah. People don't realize how much effort it does take to put on just even a small event. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's right. a lot of stuff. you got to pay for your lodging and gear. I mean, That's I, it. And I had gobs of fun the week before the mm-hmm. LDL 200. And I was happy to pay the the fee, but it was 180 bucks. Yes. Right. And th- and that's good. That's money well spent. That's money they they spend to, to let us do this and to, and, to, and, to, and to for the you know the conservation endeavors. So uh, it, it, I I feel great about. It. Oh yeah. But, but you don't, you if you don't have 180 bucks to go spend right, exactly. on a weekend or ride, you just put money into a motorcycle <laughs> race. You're like, I know exactly yeah. where this money is going. Right. The next, it's like almost like paying it forward because the next person. We'll come along and ride, and it yeah, and, and it, people that put these things together aren't making money. No, they don't. That's they, why he doesn't charge anybody. He doesn't feel yeah. the love of it. Yeah, you know, yes. and he doesn't want anybody bitching about right. this, that, and the other. Well, you get what you pay for, you know. Right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. So there's no bitches. I yeah. mean, it just looks no like bitches. it was insane on Facebook, and I, I just I go through the the posts and the pictures, right. and 
we'll get I mean, you healed up and you get some pictures of your own. Yeah, the there was a there was a yeah, we'll be there next year. Sighting, yeah, he was there. Yeah, uh, what's her name? Jenna West was there. Like yes. the, she made the what was it the right before the pandemic hit? She made the like the Triumph Adventure Women's Adventure Team yeah. or something yes, like. She did. Yes, she was crushing it. She like always you know, crushes it. I yes. mean, she's sick. I can only imagine what this event will look like. It, it's kind of fun, even you know. I've caught it here after the five-year mark. Right. I mean, See, I, can't, I, I can't imagine what the 15-year mark is going to look like. Right, right. You right. Know, there again, there's a lot of these events, they're capping at 200 people. Yep. So the memberships go first. Mm-hmm. The, the pages fill up quick. You know, right, right, right. So right. A lot of times you're, you're chomping at the bit to even get in. And he's just like, hey, you know, we'll add another campground to make some money for them if we need it. But you know, he's been... Had a real good relationship with Lago Linda mm-hmm. right now. Yeah, right. We are really happy to be there. Would be happy to go back there. It makes a perfect spot. It's based right in the middle of everything. You can just clover leaf. Just right. Yeah, I've never stayed there. Right I've stayed at Collie's down there, but I've yeah, never Collie's stayed. Is yeah, is it nice close? Yeah, yeah. That's in the opposite direction. Okay. But. Uh, one of the adventure loops we wrapped around past it yeah on the way back through nice place so spread out the money you know like I said oh for sure for sure it's got some great economic impact yes definitely need that for sure people aren't going down there and hitting up <laughs> there are already chain restaurants. Oh, yeah. oh man, that's the yeah. best part. You get into like these small towns, and you got like these little diners, and there they is got like, homemade pies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just you know, yeah, it is. It, it takes cool. you back. The, the locals are, are. I didn't get any cross people. You know, that were like, I don't like their bikes here. You know, every, people were mowing their lawns, waving at us. You know, we got a lot of waves. Yeah, yeah. people. We got are, a lot yeah, of waves. people seem. Ha- I mean, it's hard not to see a, a dirt bike. And be like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I want to be doing that. Yeah. You know, that's just like. Yeah. But when a sixty-year-old farmer waves at you, yeah, he just you just know he knows you're having fun. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? He's like, I mean, look at that like, dude. Let him go. Actually, yeah. I'd say <laughs> this, this event is maybe one of the exceptions. But some of the other, like Renfro Valley LBL, and uh, you know, the, the average age is probably sixty at some of these events. There's some these guys you know came up in the in the seventies when when Enduro was probably at. Right, a day in the states, right, you right, know, with uh, with uh, John Penton and, and, and Hurricane Hannah and all these guys coming up, uh, and, and they just never stopped riding. And yeah. I tell you, you would you would it, you would know it until they take their helmets off because yeah. they are absolute killers. I mean, killers, fat guy. I mean, straight up grandpas with curled knuckles and liver spots <laughs> that'll eat your ass. Uh, like dude, I mean, I have. I mean, I have I, no doubt because I've been like. <laughs> Yes, and I, I have seen riders. Sorta. And, there, and, and there's not, there, there's not just a few of them. There's, there's hundreds of them. Yeah, right. and they so. take their helmets off, and you're like, wow. Oh, yeah. Step off their bike and get on the walker. Somebody's yeah. grandpa just <laughs> roasted my. Oh, yeah, the helmets, like, the, the ever, ever mighty the equalizer. That's great. Yeah, this is a sport that you can do. You don't have to be in your twenties. No. Right. You know, I, I met a guy uh, at uh, Hatfield McCoy last year. He didn't start riding until he was fifty-five. And right. he was a, he was a, I think fifty seven fifty eight. He was slaying, stuff. and he yeah. was slaying. Right, so, right. You know, it's yeah. never too late to do something you want to try. So the, to so do. the scramble you could do like we've got uh, what's our friend uh, in Cincinnati that um, they've got the Mud Brothers and they're all like little kids. Like she'll it's a husband and wife team. Yes, uh, and it's they, they've got like three young boys, but they're all yeah, they're all I don't even know, you know they're yeah. they're badasses. They're a little badasses, but like. Yeah. They would pull up in front of our camp at, at Mid Ohio, and like they'd be stuck in the mud, and they would fall over, and I have to pick them up, and they would take off again. Right. But the, like, so everything from, you know, like that level all the way up is the Red River Scramble is just open. Yeah. Everybody's everybody's and like, like skill set. Really make friends with somebody who rides or wants to ride the kind of stuff you want to ride, and is at your level. It may push you just a right. little bit past your comfort zone, but. You know, the past two years, I've, I've showed up on Friday afternoon. I'll do like a two or three hour ride on Friday afternoon. Right. And I ride all day Saturday. Right. And then I'll ride Sunday. I'll do like a seven, like a, let's say if I'm riding an eight or 10 hour day on Saturday, on Sunday, I'm doing four to five. Four to five. But so it's Friday to Sunday. Sunday? Yes. Just, Next no, year will be my third year. I'm going to really, I'm going to talk out. Thursday, actually. Thursday. I'm going to talk yes. out Thursday, more Sunday. time to be there. 
because I feel like it just goes so fast. Maybe come in on a Thursday. I'm, I'm going to definitely yeah. be there all day Thursday next, yeah. next year because the more you see, the more you realize that you, it's easy to miss so much. I'm like, the first year I went, I was just kind of guessing my way through it, kind of mm-hmm. figuring it out. Right. This year I finally had a, a, a veteran, grizzled veteran uh, guide who, who knew some great routes. I feel like so it's, it's kind of fun. Next year, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to hit it all. Right, right, you know, right, right, right. Our group will always be back. I mean, it, you know, until he stops doing it, we, it's on the calendar. You haven't stopped smiling since you, like, sat down to talk about it. You're cannot, killing me. You're killing me right now. I can't stop thinking about how much fun I had this weekend. Like I said, you know, I'm very close to my wife. She's my best friend. To give her that experience as well was just really important to me. A lot of these oh, yeah. events, right. she can't race, so she can't, you know, this is not something we can share on the dirt bike, and that's why I got the adventure bike, my big bike. Right. I don't even know her little 120-pound ass is behind me. Yeah. I mean, I go through creeks right. and mud. And, Let's and, talk hardware. Yeah. What, what kind of bike are you riding? What were you riding? I've got a, KT, a 2009 KTM 990 adventure bike. It's the okay. R off-road with the uh, suspension set up for off-road, and I also have a 2016 KTM 300 XCW two-stroke. Okay. That's okay. for my serious NAR. So did you take both bikes with you? Or? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because okay, okay. Yeah, like I said, you basically worry. can pick your poison down there. If you want to stay on the road all weekend, you could take a sport bike. You could take a road bike. You know, people so, do. So it's yeah, like golf. Right. And you can't play it. the game with and one actually, club. You see, you, see a fair of people, you see a fair amount of people on bona fide high-pipe scramblers. Okay, yeah. Six to 800 cc displacement scramblers. Wow. And um, uh, last year I took my KLX 450 are not to be confused with the KLX 400. This is basically a KX 450 with a weighted flywheel and a light kit. I did it on that. This year I did it on a, a Beta 300 RR. But uh, the other guys I was with were had two DRZs and a CRF 450 RL. Nice, uh, nice. So my old bucket, like the 200 KDX, my 86 air cool would, would probably be, so be okay. I would be at home. Oh, the thing's a you moose, man. It almost, it almost killed me trying to run it at the my uh, 77 uh, XL yeah. 350. <laughs> no, you're gonna end up on the T dub like see, like some kind of weird XL? hippie. There's definitely knobbies on the scrambler. Yeah. There's XL, XRs, yeah. some knobs on some, the scrambler. Last yeah. year I saw a PE 175. I saw wow. a TT 200. Um, yeah, every flavor of ice cream. I mean, I could take the KE 250, but that's Actually, that's precious cargo, man. That thing is Wow. 90s, YZWR. Nice. Uh, I'll just good. I'll borrow Scott's WR. That thing is just like <laughs> this, you be just, this be a great bike. This be a great KDX bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to Next do some year. work on my KDX and get it out. Like it, it I'm having trouble. The shift shaft on the KDX is is the splines are sort of eating the aftermarket shifters. So there's a little bit of a trick with some with some copper that uh, an old veteran talked to me about, and he was like, awesome. "You need to try this and see if it'll." See if it'll fit in because changing the shift shaft that they don't make anymore on the yeah. KDX is really not what I what I want to do. Understandable. But other than that, all right. I thank you for having us, Ben. I want to, I want to tell you a story about your story about we talked earlier and you recently got a headset. Yes. For your wife <laughs> for the back of the bike for this for for this event. That Zach's got to go. We're gonna Zach's gonna head head out. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Zach. We'll see you. Appreciate right. you swinging in. Yeah, I'll make it quick, man. I have been riding with my wife for like 10, 11 years. Had a R6 that I never would have thought would have been a great passenger bike, but we put thousands of miles on that bike together, man. Did did Deals Gap, did the Dragon together, too. Right. Up, oh, you know, man. Nice. So she can lean, she can stand. So anyway, I was like, you know, we ought to get some communicators, get into the 20th century, for God's sake. So, you know, after 11 years of riding together without being able to talk to each other, we we developed pretty good hand signals and such. The first day that we were on communication, we were talking for for about an hour, and I was laughing about how wonderful it was. Then we didn't speak for about 40 minutes, and I was going through a pretty technical section, and she says, hey, Ben... And I jumped, and I had no idea I had a communicator at that oh, point in time. I was like, what in the world? Somebody is speaking into my head. <laughs> it scared the shit out of me so Forgot bad. she was back there. the bike. Forgot oh, she man. was back there. Oh, it's hilarious, man. But we've, we've enjoyed having her there since, man. It's Definitely got to get some of this stuff. Oh, I didn't do that. I want to I touch base a little off subject. Because you mentioned something earlier that we were, we were talking briefly about. Like, Drew is... Um, 
retired military or ex-military. He's a veteran. He's yep. a veteran. Now, walk me through. Like you, you said something that kind of hits home. I've, there's, I've got some some veterans like in my family, and and there's there was a thing about he does he puts together these rides, and his passion for motorcycles is sort of channeled through and works as his therapy because the technical stuff on these rides that you guys do, you can't worry about things that are that are there or things that you worry about before. It's just like just focus on what you, what's in front of you, what you're gonna run into, the technical stuff. So walk walk me through what you were I talking would, about. There's a therapeutic aspect to these rides that he does. Absolutely. You know, that's how it all got started was he got started in motorcycles later in his life than a lot of us that rode as kids. Right. But he he found something that he just instantly clung to and his passion grew for it and mm-hmm. through passion you know we can overcome a lot of things in life right negative or, or ptsd or it, it takes the negative you know, focus away absolutely. and forces you to go in a different direction and what I, I would call that complete immersion right like you're right. completely immersed in what completely you're in the present and that's it and yeah. you know that is one thing as you know as a, as a moto bro man like we have to be in the moment there's times right. where we have to be absolutely on our game and shuts out the rest of the world no worries no problems no right. work nothing else exists but you and your bike and what you need to do with it at that moment and you know that's also what keeps keeps the love alive in my heart is that right. it's my therapy I mean we joke around about it about two wheel therapy but you know it's, right. it's, a, it's real a real thing it, really it is, is a real thing yeah. and it uh, does passion in life artistry you know, painting you know these passions are things that get you out of your rut, get you out of your body to look back at yourself and say, things are going to be okay. I've got an avenue to release. I've got right. something to put my love and my passion into. And, right. And you, you guys know firsthand, like, motorcycles are a great one to do. Well, you ride to live. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, uh, and, like, in, 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 Oh, nice! <laughs> it's tattooed across the yeah, back. Is what right. you can't see on the audio. And, yeah. well, and like Ben also races his RD, so he's not just doing we're like on road, off road. You know this technical stuff. He he races his RD. And what class are you running? You're running. Is it Weira or how do you? Which no, I, I grew up racing R sixes in Weira. Okay. Uh, well, I grew up racing off road when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and so like I said, my love of motorcycle has spanned just about every genre of it, man. Right. And now that I'm getting older, we're, we're looking back at some of these bikes that were on the road when we were kids. And right. Things that I was a little too young to own at the time, even though I knew that RD350 when I was a kid. Oh, I, you just oh. knew that sound, yes, man. Yes, I loved so, that two-stroke. Yes. His RD350. You know? So uh, it was just something I had to have. I missed out on that when I was a kid. I was a little too young for it you know that's why i've gotten into the vintage stuff now because i'm like now that i'm old i'm i want like you guys to keep that stuff on the road I want oh the yeah next right. generation yeah to it's see kind that, of our mission that, now to keep yeah. the stuff on the yeah, road exactly but that's now exactly. was it you you created the the louisville vintage racing Race team? racing yes. page yes, yes. So, yes, and I have two KZ650s in the garage that yes. I'm like, that it's going to have to happen. I love this group, dude. It's a bunch of great minds. And like I was telling you earlier, you know, if we have a mechanical problem, we have a mind in this group to ask. You we know, have like we a collective mind, like, you got like mind yes. trust. And it's yeah, like, it if you're going to do this, is. do it this way. There's, there's strength in numbers, you know. Right. So the group is excellent, and we branch all the way from road racing to off-road racing. You know, we got I mean, to full motocross, and, yeah. and, you know, I mean. Joe, we need to get Kelly Nuss we have to come Bob out and hang out with Kelly's four hundred back <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, got man, that awesome. dinger back out for sure. So yeah, I'm it's on just, him. There's so many avenues. Like I always say, like we're the island of misfit toys, and it just it works. Yes, um, it just absolutely works. And the linkage, like I said, you know, putting us all together, linking us up for, for the hell, for the knowledge. That's what I I started that page for. Right. specifically to, to put everybody together like right. working on your race bike if you've got a question if you need a part one of these guys in this group can help us out right you know, I, I immediately together. like piped up and was like you know what am I what am I safety wiring I don't have to safety wire the entire bike you just right. have to wire some of it, right. it. Right. and then everybody's like buy the Buy the pre-wired or buy the pre-drilled holes or or buy a shit ton of bits. Yeah, that was yeah, yeah. That was a rabbit hole. Somebody's been through it. Yeah. So and like I mean, and you can and you can post up and say I want to have a garage night at my house. I'll I'll throw out the beer and the food. 
We're somebody else. <laughs> yeah, help, somebody come over and help me, and, and somebody will come out and yeah. help. Like it's you know, I've seen bikes rebuilt in the Barrett Bar parking lot on yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah, you know it's not two strokes until so, somebody takes something apart. Right, I've right. seen it. Like I uh, so many times. What was it? Uh, Gary Welpdale, um, the Chocolatier. Like yes. he like literally like they, I think they did a top in on his like right out here. Or awesome. no, it wasn't here. It was, I've uh, seen, I've seen it was right in the alley. Of retro. Stuff and they did. A, he did a top in like right in the alley. Retro and like Nick was there and like he had the whole. Like the whole freaking team. Yeah. So good crew of dudes, man. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. All all of our, we have so many avenues that we travel with with this group, and it it just never ceases to amaze me. Yeah. So our mission needs to just keep this next generation interested in motorcycles. For sure. Right. Keep them into dirt bikes. Keep them into road bikes. Like we've got to to somehow show them the love that we've received on this. I know you gotta pass the torch. Like there's not there's not a lot of people to pass the torch. Yeah torch burn out. No, right. Some of these young kids are not well the old guys passed us. Yeah yeah the old guys passed us. Now we have to have that's it. Passing it passing it. I have to have some grit, man. I mean this is you Mm -hmm. know there's some you gonna take some bumps and bruises, you know. Oh, they're gonna, dude, they're gonna have go to, to keep go up to with war. like, right? I mean, we're, gonna, we're, I mean, we got the woodsmen. Some of the woodsmen in this group. Like, I mean, if you think you can keep up with Andy Harden, I've seen him smoke some like some young whippersnappers on the yeah. on the uh, the track at Mid Ohio. I mean, he just does it in his sleep. I mean, I know it's, it. it's just oh, I mean, yeah. it's I mean, just to watch him ride, like he's so. Yeah. He's so smooth. Like, he just, you know. I wonder uh, if he and uh, Jesse have ever rode together. I don't know. Jesse's killing it right now. He's he's a beast. Yeah, he's he's rolling it. Jesse Charlotte is my homie, man. I mean, dude, dude he's he, he kind of coached me and helped me run my, my first hair scramble on the KDX a couple years ago at Mid-Ohio. Like, I think it ended up breaking down, and it was just – I was so out of shape, and I needed tires. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out here and have a good time. I broke a bike, but – I had the absolute best time, and Jesse was like, all right, here's your road. This is what you do. And he was like, you know, and Nick was like, all right, if you're going to go down, you're going to go down right before the woods. Right. Well, guess what? I saw the woods, and I was like, this is fine. Well, it had rained two days before, and there was a moat between me and the woods, and I had crap tires, and the bike just looked at me and laughed, and I, I went, like, face down into, like, I, the mud was so deep. Oh, there were ruts there. taller than the bike. I mean, yeah. but, I mean, like, I, I finally, like, it broke down. I came out of the woods, and, like, I actually got a – a tote back to camp but like i was like I, my bike is somewhere over yonder somewhere in the woods i don't even know like i was gone for so long i was on a milk carton by the time i got to campground but it was i mean it was so much fun it was so much fun but to have enough people around you you're nervous as shit you're like do i have the right gear on am i doing it i got coached like i was helped you know what i mean so it makes it a whole different experience right. and then you just take off into the woods and you're like i'm riding yeah. you know what i mean yeah. it's a good time absolutely it's a totally yeah. great time so yeah. i mean yeah he's killing it man like i've been grateful enough to ride with some great guys in my life like nick mm-hmm. and Karen, oh yeah, yeah. Like you phil got, smith yeah you got charlotte phil, 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 phil. Hey, i mean man dude we, phil um, Phil. You're the Phil Bill. Bill. I didn't know you were down there. No. Awesome Might be another Phil, but not the Phil. We all ride. Everywhere. everywhere. Two wheels. Two wheels. Yeah. Everywhere. Anything. Two stroke. Yes, two wheels, two definitely. Wheels. You got right. everywhere. If it smokes, we ride it. Oh, yeah. My highlight is I used to race go-karts when I was Nice. Yeah, a couple two-stroke. We did in the unlimited class, but I only raced that like a year, and then I sold it for my first car. Gotcha. Uh, but uh, yeah, I tell you what, on a dirt track over there in Charleston. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Love. <laughs> love. Nice. Smokers. If it's smoking, it's got oil in it. All right, well, let's keep going. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Man, I could talk bikes with you guys for four straight hours. It's been a blast. Well, well good. Thanks good. for stopping good. in. Yeah, I mean, sure, we got a little. Yeah. I want to see this going too, man, because. Like said, this is fun. We're having, yeah, we're having a good time with it. We're, getting, in the group. we're having, we're having um, a ton of fun. Look back twenty years at our antics on. Oh yeah, yep. it's like a, it's like an oral history project. <laughs> That's what, what it it's is, like. Man. It really is it. collecting the history. I do. Uh, I do want to give a, a, a shout out and a plug. Um, Liza and the crew from the Misfits out in uh, out in California just got a plug on the news. They do like a. They do a um, like a, a, a motor scooter motorcycle tour of like Afghanistan, and they ride. And they get these tours. Wow. Uh, they get these tour guides, and they and they go through, and they got a big they got a big plug from uh, 
from some of like the, the the media over there. So they it just hit Facebook today. I just saw. So wow. good for that awesome. group. Like they they she sets that up pretty well, and they take uh, like five or ten people over, and they get. I think they're mopeds, or maybe not mopeds, or you know, beefier than mopeds. But they're right. they're running some some, you know, some mountain roads and whatnot over there. I'm waiting for that for that show to drop so I can see. Like they talk about their trip. That's so, awesome. That's awesome. Let's but, do a moto movie cast one time, man. I love like vintage moto movies and stuff. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. We've shown a few of those too. Movies. Movies. I know. I can talk moto movies, favorite <laughs> moto movies all day. Oh uh, well. It was it was the fiftieth anniversary of uh, on any Sunday yes. AMA yeah. this year, so I had to get the koozie that said, "I'm holding with my cast arm." I have the koozie that says, "Sawed off his cast," and like it was the time yes. I, was, I had to. I was like literally like limping the CT70 around with the right. cast on, right. only because I could pull the shift lever with one arm and like just work it. Like it was what it was sketchy time. as all oh, get out. What a good time! Were you at AMA this year? Did you yes. go over here? Okay. Oh, it was it, it was, was packed out. It was a blast. People was, were ready to get out from Rona. Oh yeah, <laughs> ready to get outside. I mean, the, the barrel races and the fucking roundy rounds. It's like the, they said, there wasn't a mosquito in sight from all the two-stroke smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're mosquito proof. Like, just stand behind somebody's two-stroke. All right, do it, do it, do it. Just douse me. Oh man, well, I think it's about time to wrap it up, Rob. It's been another great podcast. Yep. Find us on Facebook. We're Louisville Vintage Motorworks. Louisville Vintage Motorworks Racing. Yep. Um, and then we've got the Red River Red River Scramble dot com. Yep. yep. Red River Scramble on Facebook. Yeah. Um, thanks to Drew Fogger. Yeah. Thanks to Drew yes, for sure. Um, remember, sorry, Drew, you weren't here. You couldn't make it. Remember, if, if you, you want to ride buy, motorcycles, buy new. Buy new. If you want to ride vintage, buy, buy two. two. Buy two. Thanks for joining us for the Louisville Vintage Motorworks podcast. Special thanks to Steepland String Band and all those that have made our show possible. Watch for deer, and we'll see you next time.